It was cool. I it mean, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, we went to UFO Fest yesterday. Oh, that's right. Down in McMinnville, yeah, which is like a big McMenamin's thrown event. Mm-hmm. Um, McMenamin's is a restaurant, a very local restaurant that's like huge, and they like restore old um, landmarks and turn them into McMenamin's, so they're all very unique. Um, so this one's in McMinnville, and they kind of threw, I guess, every year they throw a UFO fest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I emailed, I texted Kevin about that. (laughs) I sent Kevin a lengthy, uh, uh, proposal. Now, uh, I basically was just like, yo, it's hit a UFO fest. I've just heard about it. I really want to see it. And then it ended up being me and Yam and then Kevin and his whole family. And it was, it was a good time. Yeah. And it wasn't as hot. I mean, it was warm, but it wasn't as like hot as it had been the last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. There's a lot of boots and stuff. Um, I don't Yeah, went to the, it was nice. I always love going to local bookstores. And so I went to the local bookstore there, got a book, mm-hmm. got a cool bookmark. The bag that the bookmark came in um, is now a dice bag, which is cool. Oh, very I, cool. <laughs> yeah, my previous dice bag broke and I've been using a sock to, to carry them. Nice. And this is, this is yes, very. This is very important. It's the bag that goes in the big dice bag that I have, um, because I like to keep my ba- my dice categorized between characters. Yeah, yeah. So it's fun. I got to got to do that. Got to see some cool costumes. They have yeah. a, a parade. Uh, what was it? And they have a costume contest. All that cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. I just carry my dice around in a little knapsack on my shoulder. I keep telling you to stop doing like that. a hobo from the thirties. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We didn't we didn't stick around. Did you guys did you guys stick around for the parade and stuff or no? No. no. Oh, you guys left. Yeah, when, when we when we said bye, uh, drive oh. safe. That's when all. That's we, when we left. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did out of there. Yeah. Yeah, that's when um, we left too. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Like you said, Nick, it wasn't very, too hot. Like it was actually really nice. Had a lot of booths, a lot of cool things. It reminded me of just like a really cool like street fair, right? So there was yeah, like yeah, exactly. You know, That's exactly the vibe. Um, but it had a cool vibe. Like it had that small town. I'm glitching out. The aliens are coming to get me. Um, <laughs> it had a really cool like small town vibe to it. Like I really really dug it. McMinnville is a really really pretty like area, especially that downtown area is really cool. The ice cream place was amazing. Um, oh, so good. Incredible ice cream. I wish I knew the name so I can shout out the business. Um, Serendipity uh, ice cream. Yes. Serendipity ice cream. Ice yes. Cream. Uh, it was a McMinimins joint too. So it was owned by McMinimins, which was kind of oh. cool. Yeah, it was uh, very good. Very good ice cream. Very cool. Good time. Met a lot of cool authors, like local authors were there, like having booths and stuff. Um, met some podcasters who were there promoting their podcasts. And uh, yeah. It was a really good time. It was a lot of fun. They had a bunch of guest speakers. Unfortunately, they're all kind of in the hotel and you had to pay to go see them and stuff. Um, I was kind of, I was hoping, you know, I'm a big UFO guy and Travis Walton was there um, doing a big presentation. And I'm like, like fire in the sky is one of the first things that really kind of got me into the UFO phenomenon. Um, Would have been really cool to hear his story firsthand from him. Um, But yeah, that was all uh, kind of ticketed events and stuff like that, which we didn't do, but the event was free itself. Kind of hung out, checked out some, like Yam was saying, there's some really cool bookstores and record store. That record store was really cool too. Um, 
but yeah, had some good food, had some good, uh, that, that Hawaiian barbecue place that, that, that building you loved so much, Nick, um, Dude, there was a Hawaiian barbecue place, Christian, Christian. Yeah, I love some Hawaiian barbecue. Was, like, man. yeah, first of all, Hawaiian barbecue, fantastic. Yeah. Yep. But you walk into this like wild ass, like old yeah. building and in, you're inside what is supposed to be like a courtyard because there's That's all insane. these little fake businesses like Disneyland style, like oh, fake businesses cute. as you right. walk in. And they're like defunct. And there is this mural of a tunnel on a brick wall there. Um, and then there were actually defunct businesses that were no longer there. Huh. Uh, but it's supposed to resemble like an outdoor courtyard. So there's seating out there. There's like one church pew bench and there was like three disco balls. And then you walk into the actual like kind of like, I guess, more of like a punk themed Hawaiian yeah. barbecue place. I wouldn't even say yeah. punk. It it just feels very, like a small very 70s, hippy dippy 70s vibe. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of dad rock playing the whole time. <laughs> I no, I felt like I was it. I felt like um I was in the car with my dad listening to whatever CD he had on. Not um not a Hawaiian person in sight, but certainly nope. <laughs> some Hawaiian food. <laughs> that was so pretty good. What are, what is your guys' go-to at Hawaiian barbecue? I always oh, like getting local moco, which I didn't go for oh, yesterday. Bro. But um Whatever chicken that Cassie had ordered, it was like crispy chicken. I can't remember what they called it specifically. Chicken it was katsu. Really good. It was essentially, yeah, it was chicken katsu. They had another name for it. Oh, okay. You know, not a Hawaiian person in sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll go pretty much anything. Any, I, I always try to switch up my order. I just like, I need the mac salad. Mm. I need some spam musubi. Oh, yeah. And... Yep. I'll usually like if they have kimchi yesterday. I got kimchi. Oh, so good. That sounds so okay. So speaking of food, I have to share this with you guys. Um, yesterday I went to dinner with some old friends from middle school. So it's some of these people I haven't seen in I'm old, so it's been like 20 years since I've seen them. Um we were really, really close back in the day. Anyway, we go to this uh this they're like, Do you like sushi? I'm like, of course. So we go to sushi. Of course. In Orange County, there's eight of us. Now, I, I need to preface that there was eight of us. Um, we got the bill at the end uh, of it. Uh, the total of the bill for eight people after a couple hours of sushi was oh, no. $1,800. <gasps> no. The total in the end per person was about $230. Oh, um, my God. I got my phone out just so I could like. I'm like, what crazy number is he gonna say? <laughs> it's too, so. How much it was? I did not know. Why? I had no idea. I just every we literally everybody's like, we're getting the number one, right? Everybody's getting the number one, and I'm like, yeah, 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 because I just didn't want to be the guy out. Uh, and yeah. then like yeah. they also they're like, oh, should we get sake? And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, let Raph choose the sake. He's the connoisseur. He's like, I'm gonna choose that. 140 dollars just for that bottle of sake. Um, oh, so yeah. it's a good thing I'm okay because like, man, I would have been like. I'm going to go in the back and wash some dishes. I will see you guys in another 20 years. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But like, yeah, luckily I was in a, in a place where I could spend that kind of money. So, um, you know, I thought I was doing okay in life. And then like me and my group of friends are like doing okay. And then I see my old group of friends and like, I went over to 
my friend Mary and her husband Jason's house, and they have a gigantic house and a beautiful dog and everything. Um, so, so that's what real success looks like. This is what happens when you follow a career in art is like, this is as good as you can do. So that's uh, not true. But anyway, also, so other thing, um, I don't know what your guys' opinions are on guns. Um, I am not that's a gun fair. person. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty much like very anti-gun. Me neither. Um, yeah, not, I don't think any none of us here are right. I'm, I'm forced on that. <laughs> right. So I, I I do understand the appeal because you're literally holding the power of God in your hand, right? You are as a decision maker, right there. Um, God, God's famous power in the Bible, as we right, all know, is like is is my six shooter. So I've unfortunately crossed over to the other side and I've bought myself a gun. So if I'd like to show you guys, the oh new my gun god, that I bought, oh my god. I've uh, I can't help myself. Uh, so now, um, if I if I hear any lip from anybody in class, Christian, can you one right between the eyes. Holding right now? Oh yeah, I'm holding a Nerf gun. Um, this is I've never bought a Nerf gun <laughs> in my whole life, actually. You've never so, bought a Nerf gun. This is it. This is like my first one. It's Dude, the Elite it's 2.0 awesome. something. I don't know what it is. Um, so but now I feel like this is a rabbit hole, and I'm going to start collecting these things. I hate then... that I want a Nerf gun right now. I know. I, I've never had a Nerf gun. God, you never know. had a Nerf gun? I've never had a Nerf gun. You know, I don't know if I've owned a Nerf gun, but I certainly had a friend's oh. Nerf gun. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Super Soaker back in the day. Right. Um, that I had. Uh, but this is a first for me. I almost want to, like, take this apart and, like, completely repaint this to look like super sci-fi like something out yeah. of Mass Effect or something. Oh, yeah. That'd be That'd be really cool. Cool. That would rock. Yeah. Um, so then, but I think a lot of those, des- oh, sorry, a lot of those designs of these Nerf guns are like taken from video games. I know that they have like Fortnite stuff. I don't play Fortnite, so I don't care about that, but I'd like to sure. turn that into something. Something, I don't know. What a way to lead into showing us your Nerf gun. I, I thought yeah, about that. Was that was incredible. I, I thought about it for like 10 minutes before we started today. So I was, I was, waiting for that uh one. speaking of uh by now we most surely you've you've hopefully figured out that you're listening to geek galaxy <laughs> with yam and the boys what uh, i am one of the boys uh today we've got our wonderful wonderful uh celestial dragon yam with us Ooh, hello <laughs> ro- ro- roar no i take that back I started to say it, and then I <laughs> felt like it was like "rar" means "I love you" in dinosaur. Um, sure, I'm fully committing to it. Rar XD. No, don't yes. everyone listen. You doubled down. I doubled down. Rar XD. I was yeah. Uh, we've got our favorite glitch in the Matrix, which <laughs> is not, I guess, not really a space-related theme, but we got Kevin here. Pretty close, close enough. What's up, yeah. guys? How's it going? Nice to see you. Nice to hear you. Uh, and of course we've got uh marvin the martian's long lost dog christian how you doing pal is that a martian sounding bark i don't know i think Um, so oh i know it's meow that's i think what they sound like on mars uh and of course i am another one of the boys i'm an unconfident comet that's going to get too shy to hit the earth and it's just going to pass right by Hello, everybody. Good to see you. I'm watching you right now. <laughs> Roar You're in XD. your car. XD. Um, so we talked a lot about Paul last time. Oh. And 
Zeb Wells, and Spider-Man. And by now, certainly, if you're a big Marvel Comics fan, you've heard the news. Uh, I'm going to break it now to the rest of you. Uh, So if if you're not looking for spoilers, don't listen here. Also, don't look at, like, official Marvel pages, because within 24 hours of the release of this comic, they also spoiled it which was bizarre for everyone. <laughs> uh, it was wild because literally they were like, don't spoil things. And then within that day, they spoiled it. They spoiled it themselves. Good Absolutely job. insane from the editorial team there. Uh, here it is. Here's the big whammy. Zeb Wells had been promising some shocking event uh, for this upcoming issue of our, our dear Spider-Man. Um, and it is the anniversary of the death of Gwen Stacy. So obviously he's really pushing for it to be horrible. We already talked about all the Paul stuff. That sucks. We talked about the treatment of Spider-Man. That sucks too. Uh, throughout this run, uh, the hero known as Miss Marvel, uh, a.k.a. Kamala Khan, has been kind of a side character, which is so wild and i believe she's working in the lab of norman osborne the green goblin who is currently a good guy uh and he's actually very close with peter um just to kind of tell you where zeb's mind is at uh and the whole thing is that peter is friends with kamala he's and he's uh interacted with uh miss marvel he does not know that they're the same person he doesn't know her that well at all. Historically, um, she has been more of Miles Morales's close friend. She genuinely does not interact with Spider-Man Peter Parker too much. Um, even when she's on the Avengers kind of team, she's not interacting. Uh, she's been more of a champion. She's had her own run. She has her own superhero she's close to. But of course, because Zeb Wells is a shock jock, he has decided to kill Miss Marvel off in this current rock. Uh, oh. Which gross. is insane. It's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. It's not her comic. It's not even someone she's close to. The cast of this thing, it's not her supporting cast. It's not her family. It's not her friends. It's wild. And so I've been messaging these three about it, like, guys, what's happening? And they're like, Nick, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. This sucks, but, you know? And I'm like, guys, it keeps getting worse. <laughs> Biggest time um, you whoever have... you're talking to, whoever the three people were, they were really cool about it, I guess. They were pretty yeah. Yeah, I think it's time to get Zeb Wells we? on the show, huh? Zeb? Yeah, you know what? You can it's... ask him a few questions. Zeb, I have I questions, bro. Yeah, I got a couple, bud. I have a couple oh. questions. Like, do you well, do like? I have women? a surprise for you guys. Hold up one second. We have. Oh, a no. Let me yeah. Evan. <laughs> Evan, please. <laughs> oh man, no, I yeah, I would love to know what's going through his head. I want to know. The main thing for me is I just want to know how they like how they gave him a pen to write with. They, I mean. <laughs> It's so, on him too, but they approved it. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. And so they like, almost certainly. And the thing is, the overarching kind of like theory right now, the 
kind of general agreed thing is like Marvel is doing this specifically so they can kind of have corporate synergy, reimagine Kamala as a yeah. as a mutant and give her her MCU powers, which sucks because yeah. uh, w- what's your guys' relationship with Miss Marvel? Um, I have been reading Miss Marvel literally since issue, I have like issue one, like back in the day. So yeah, I, I love Kamala. Um, I, I think that's, I think it's ridiculous. It's not even her comic. Like what? So I don't know. Like he had to, I feel like he had to jump through hoops and whatever he's doing. Like, I don't know how, what, how people got behind it. Like maybe there's a bigger picture to all of this, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it's ridiculous. So, um, and although I wasn't the biggest fan of the show, like I loved her portrayal of it. I loved, I can't remember the name of the actress who played her. She was fantastic. Um, Like really refreshing performance from her. Um, And I think that's kind of been like my overall review of like everything phase four is like, I might not have loved uh, the show or I might not have loved um, the movie, but I'm really excited to see more of um those people that's especially yeah. true with Kamala so no yeah I actually was a pretty I was kind of late to the Kamala Khan uh party unfortunately but I did uh you know I I knew what was going on I had heard about her and I actually reached I did get the first issue of when she first became Miss Marvel but then I didn't like read the rest of the run or anything it wasn't until the show was announced and it was going to be coming out that I actually caught up with every like all the mainly the first run that she was in you know the big you know with her becoming you know Miss Marvel and stuff Um, but she quickly very quickly became one of my favorites like she I just love and and the show uh, the show I've talked about but it's my like easily top three like MCU shows for me like it's I I, I loved it that was so much fun it was very refreshing like you were saying Christian and I think she um, the I feel so bad for now I'm very bad with names anyway so um, Iman Vellani thank you Iman Vellani was perfect she was a perfect Kamala Khan, both like off screen and off, on screen and off, right? Because even like when she was like doing interviews and stuff, she's just that fangirl. Like she is Kamala yeah. Khan. Like yeah. she oh, yeah. just w- perfect. Everything was perfect about it. Um, but yeah, I, I I love her, and I think it's a Zeb Wells is doing a horrible, horrible deed right now. <laughs> I do not like it at all. I do uh, agree with you. Nickish, I think that the it is that corporate synergy, right? So like it, it, it I don't want to say that say this and make it sound bad, but it makes sense on Disney Marvel's part to do that because that's what they do. But as far as story wise goes, and 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 being a good writer doesn't make sense story wise. Like it just no. doesn't. It's right. just feeding into that machine a little bit more. Yeah. And like, there's also like a difference too, because like, say you update um, an Eternals comic, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, Makari is a little more interesting in the movie, you know, and more up to date, right? And generally, the Eternals comics haven't even sold that well. Um, that makes sense. Right. But Miss Marvel is a character who's literally only nine years old, and like, for me, the number one thing that bugged me in the show and like i love the rest of it i love the acting i love the pacing i love the style the supporting cast 
Um, the only thing I didn't like was her power change. Yeah. Because in the comic, yeah. it's so important that she doesn't have these like energy projectile comics. Yep. Right. And she's like awkward and she has these weird kind of not pleasant to look at powers because that's kind of her whole story is like she's, you know, this uh, brown young girl superhero who's not going to fit in like Captain Marvel, who's this, you know, white blonde woman with energy projectiles, but she can still be Miss Marvel. So it will be like, oh, now she's a mutant. Now she has yeah, energy so projectiles. Dumb. You know, it's, yeah, and, and I, it fundamentally changes her character by just changing her power set. You know what I mean? Like, it's such an right. integral part of like what makes Miss Marvel so fantastic. And you kind of take that away. And I totally 100% agree with you. And yeah, they did it for the for the sake of just synergy. Again, like tying it into Miss Marvel. Like um also to be fair, like Miss Marvel when it started, it was the whole thing of like Marvel trying to drop the X-Men, right? It was their whole thing with Fox that like their dispute that they had and their whole solution to it was just like, well, well we're just going to fuck the X-Men then. Like they killed off like so many mutants. Yeah. They brought in the Terrigen Mist to replace the mutants with um in humans. Um, and then you know they got Fox, the rights to Fox, and they're like, okay, we like them again, and now we have like a really yeah. cool run with the X Men. Yeah. But because of it, we have all like these middle children of like the Inhumans, and like, what do we do with that now? Right. Some of them yeah. worked, some of them didn't. Um, we they tried to do like a, a live action Inhumans thing uh, that failed miserably. Uh, we did get to see, um, oh my God, what's his name? The main guy, the guy who doesn't There's talk. Black- um, yes, they showed Black Bolt. We got to see him. Um, Anson, uh, Anson Mount. Yeah, he played uh, himself again, uh, or played played the part again in uh, the Doctor Strange movie. But yeah, it's it's a whole weird thing, um, and I think now they're trying to course correct with Miss Marvel because like this is the one inhuman thing that kind of worked out. And, right. But I I totally disagree with kind of how they're doing it, and I I'm with you guys 100. percent Like uh, yeah, I highly recommend a lot of Miss Marvel comics. I read the first run. And I read it actually like in the library um, when I was in school and I just read through that and it was amazing. I couldn't put it down that first run. It's so colorful. It's so fun. Yeah. And like, it's got a lot of heart to it too. And then also the champions is a great book. It's, you know, if you like teen Titans, go check out champions. It's not as like angsty as young Avengers, which I also love. I do love the young Avengers, but it's much more like, almost like team avatar kind of like young and fun you get miles morales miss marvel nova a younger version of cyclops and it's like why aren't those characters involved in the death of miss marvel um yeah and so it's it's just kind of wild and i hope that because a lot of this is speculation i hope that the rest of the event and the future of miss marvel are not what we're saying they are and they can kind of like rally in Zeb Wells like big hit. Um, but yeah, I just you know, glad to update everyone on the big reveal. Stupid reveal. It's a dumb reveal. Yeah. Agreed. On the cover, it's not even people who are involved. That's what I don't get. I I know as much as you've just told me. Mm-hmm. You have told me this week. It's like, wait, so you're telling me these are her friends? That's not what I saw on the cover. <laughs> these people do. 
Yeah. What? It's like it's like Captain America and like the Fantastic Four and like Paul's on the cover too. They were very tall. And you're like, you're like, what do do you guys even know this girl? And she has the famous friends. Like I just listed, she's got Miles Morales. She's got Captain Captain Marvel's not even there. It's Captain Marvel. Um, really quick, super super off subject. I don't know. What are you guys' opinions on music musicals? Are you guys like into musicals? I'm a into, fan. Um, into what? I'm sorry. Into what? Musicals. I love musicals. musicals? Yeah. Um. I was gonna think of a joke. Yeah, Nick and I are sluts for musicals. Okay, yeah, so I have, a, I have a degree in theater, which is useless. Oh, yeah. well, good. Then I'm one assuming... of the one of the first albums I ever owned on my iPad was the Mamma Mia soundtrack. <laughs> nice. Big ABBA nice. fan as well. <laughs> Who doesn't love some good ABBA? Um, so <laughs> you probably might be aware of. There's a little troupe out of out of Chicago called uh, Team Star Kid. Are you guys familiar? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, love yes, I, so, yes, I am. <laughs> one of my favorite things from them is the holy musical Batman. Um, if you guys have never seen it, it's about three hours long. It's on YouTube in its entirety. Um, but there's um <laughs> there's a, a a character like Superman keeps showing up and they're like there's always a side character who's like, Oh look, everyone, it's Captain Marvel. And he's like, <laughs> Superman. Um, so it's like a running joke through the whole thing. So I tend to say that from time to time. Team Star Kid, they did uh, amazing things. Annie. If you guys have never seen it, their Star Wars special, which focuses on Annie, really humanizes <laughs> Jar Jar Binks and makes him a likable character, amazingly. Um, but yeah, that's there's so a... weird. Jar Jar Binks is a likable character. Sure, sure. <laughs> right, Christian. Um, I do love me some some prequels, but um, like, yeah, uh-huh. I, I like the the oh, theoretical, good. the theoretical Darth Jar Jar. Um, I think I that's like that. a lot of fun. It's fun. You guys know. I'm sorry, this is a dumb tangent. Do you guys know what like canon like happens to Jar Jar? Um, I don't think because they I mean he kind of is the reason why Palpatine takes over, right? Like in the first movie, it's because of stupid or second movie, I don't remember, because of Jar Jar, but Jar Jar is the one who kind of opens the door for everything. Right. Uh and then we kind of he's just relegated to like background shots because I think they realized like, oh, this makes everybody <laughs> violent. Let's not show this anymore. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I'm sure that's in some book somewhere. So let me tell you, pal. Uh, okay, cool. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. So this is not, you know, I'm off the top of my head. This is not shot for shot or anything. I believe what I can recall is that Jar Jar was then banished again by the... Um, Oh, what is what is his species called? The Gungans. the Gungans. By the Gungans. Because he's clumsy. <laughs> yeah, so first time he's banished because of the clumsy thing. Yeah. Second time he's banished because he kind of ruins the galaxy by appointing Palpatine. <sighs> um, Good. As part of the whole master plan, which is wild. We don't talk enough about how Palpatine's master plan includes Jar Jar Binks. But uh, wild to think that that <laughs> man had any thought about Jar Jar. He was at his desk like... No, he, he Ooh, saw his potential. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's silly. Gun gun. He had faith in everybody from Naboo. Yeah, apparently he's big into manipulating people from Naboo. Yeah. So Jar Jar gets banished again. And he is still living on Naboo. He's living up on the surface, though, 
with like the humans up there. And I guess he's kind of relegated. He doesn't go by Jar Jar anymore. He has a different name. And it's because he's essentially a street performer who is a clown. So he's kind of just like a silly little clown character for children. And he like lives with such immense regret from what he did to the galaxy. And like... No, I would too. I had no idea. It's okay. so wild. He's like taking care of this child too, this like orphan street child. And he's like, I forget which character it is, but they stumble upon him and they're like, that's Jar Jar Binks. And he like expresses like deep regret for everything he's done. And it's like the sadness of years of him as he lives out his days as a forgotten street performer. Uh, so in... The musical um, of it's called Annie, obviously for Anakin. Um, Jar Jar starts off like uh, he's a depressed, drunken mess. Like he again living with regret um, and everything. And they're it's so dark. It obviously it's comedy. Um, he it, like <laughs> obviously gets super super drunk, and then he ends up like tr- almost hanging himself in the apartment. And like I think I forget exactly what happens. I think like Anakin comes in. Um, and stops, and but then throughout the rest of the musical, like you're like, God, Charger is amazing. Um, it's so cool, it's so cool what they do, and, and also like kudos to them because they really understand Star Wars, uh, with what they did. But anyway, yeah, Charger Binks, also, um, good for you, um, Ahmed Best, um, with what yeah. you got to do in the, in the new uh series. I think that was really cool, uh, for Star Wars to do too. Um, oh, yeah, little redemption for the for the man. So that's cool. It's pretty great. Um, yeah. Right now, this is again super off topic. I feel like we're just gonna keep doing this all day. Um, <laughs> you guys can't if you're listening right now, you guys can't see. Um, I am very much like I, I realize I have crazy eyes. I might do this anyway. Um I I'm working on I, I had class this morning and uh our we're drawing anyway. Um I, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but then there like there's all these things that like Zendaya is difficult to capture for artists. Like she's impossible to capture. Oh yeah, um, I've heard this. Yeah, so I'm working on it right now. We we did this in class, um, a little thing, and now I'm adding color to everything. Um, and I realized, okay, now I'm going to go off like three tangents. So I realized as of late, like in the last few months uh, or last month or so. Uh, my likes have dropped dramatically on Instagram. And I'm like, I for a reason, I whatever reason I couldn't understand. Like, dude, I was getting like 300 likes and stuff at the beginning of the year. And now I'm like lucky if I get 100. Uh, and then it very much occurred to me, nudity. Um, that's the oh. big reason why. is because I've just um, been posting all my figure drawing stuff. Um, so um, I forget that bang, people Anna. that are, are not artists are like, <gasps> boobies. Um, <laughs> Human body. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, so no, exactly. Oh, no. oh the thing that I also have. Ugh. Um, so I um I'm gonna try to go back and do some like cool fun movie and celebrity stuff to just get my count my like count back up. <laughs> it's so sad, it's so dumb. Guys, if you're listening, you I mean you prop maybe you already follow Krishan on Instagram. Uh please go like all of his stuff. He's super yes. talented. Yeah. Don't be scared of the boobs. They look great. Thank they you. do. They look amazing. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I like thrive off of I just need attention, really. That's all it is. So <laughs> I'm just craving it. Um 
but yeah, come come check out. And if you're local, uh, got something else on the works. We'll talk about that some other time. How long have you been doing like figure painting specifically? Uh, since it's been like twenty years now. Since uh, you know, school. Um, so, uh, but I think now, obviously, you know, I, I teach it, so it's like I right. I, I get a lot of practice, but. Um, I've also just been making a point to go out and do it a lot more uh, these days. Um, but yeah, I don't where know. Where do you, and this is going to be a wild question. Yes. Where, which part of the human body do you start at? Head, face, always. That's me. Um, Head? Yeah. So I, I I have, so there are methods of like drawing people that people use and they'll start with like the torso out um i i get that that's cool i like starting with the face the face is a focal point to me you i you like you know when you communicate with people this is where we're looking when you think of people when you identify people it's this we also use it as a measuring tool it's not like like when you think of your mom you're not like oh mom and you think of like her shoulder you know what i mean like uh, so to me because it's such a focal point because it's a measuring tool because this is the first place everybody's gonna look um that's where i like to start so so if you were to draw jar jar beings you would start yeah, well, face. Like at the head, would you start with like the base because he has like that snout, or would you go with the eye stalks? Um, big, big shapes to little shapes. So I'd do the whole head first, and then I'd work to those details. So when it comes to those details, I, I, probably you. I guess you'll just have to show me. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it right now. I'm going to share my screen, and I'm, <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. Jar-jar. Actually, I'll do it. I don't mind. But see, this is not going to be fun for the listeners because they're not going to see any of it. All right. It'll so be fun for us. He's drawing a biblically accurate Jar Jar Binks. Here, I just need a quick reference <laughs> shot. He's basically a duck with like weird. Oh my god! Can He's I share my screen really weird. quick? I have to show you guys this. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah, no, do it. Yeah, well, okay. To watch now, it. While you're I'm not. You're the listener at home. I'm not. Look at audience. this. Oh god. Oh my god. god. I think I like Jar Jar now. <laughs> We're looking at a buff man's body with the low jeans and the tattoos. If you scroll down far enough, we will and see it Jar without Jar's the jeans. Head. Oh, there we go. See now, that's oh, too far. That's too far. More no. The it's other me. one. It says Misa been working out. Yeah. Stop. It does. For the viewer at home, it does not. He is making a joke, but it's, oh no, it does. It does say me. It does say it. it absolutely oh no. Wow, that's a lot of buff jar jar. Is that a Chad jar jar? It's a Chad jar jar on his protein diet. Char char. He's on his <laughs> second round. Char char beef. Do you guys see this? Did you guys know that <laughs> Phil Lamar voiced Lego Star Wars jar jar? I did not know. I love Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar can do anything. Man. I know he can and does everything too. Why is there so many buff charges? I don't know. And now I'm disturbed. Now I forgot what I was. Oh, and the reason too, there's memes about Chad GPT. Wow, that's like the fifth thing that comes up. Oh my god, is buff charger? And I, I didn't even. Google Buff Charger. Oh, there's you know what sucks? It's, yeah, it you might, just wrote Jar Jar what, what sucks is It might be personalized too to Christian's page. Oh, because I do look up a lot of naked men. So that you, could be that's what I'm saying, a man. thing. That is a thing. Do I actually I might have a tab of anybody naked at men. home? There's nothing wrong. I'm not shaming you for looking up. Oh buff, no, I, I, I have no shame and that this is God, cool. I oh so i don't have any. Open still. i have to keep these open these stay open jar jar is going to close 
Um, and I need this now? because I I teach and I have to. I hate to keep having to find these tabs over and over again. So uh, yeah, it's just that's permanent almost. Oh, there's Zendaya. So um, that's pretty good. I it's getting there. So this is where we started. This this is such an annoying drawing. Um, Batman next to Zendaya. So we were talking about this, and I talked about how I hate front views like this because they're so boring. So, like, my way of making it more interesting is asymmetrical lighting. So, like, diagonal uh-huh. shadows can make it, like, way more interesting. Um, because, and then I, I use Batman as, like, there are sometimes a good reason for, like, a Wes Anderson symmetrical shot like this, and you can make something uh-huh. intense. But, yeah. I thought you were casting Zendaya as the next Batman. I'm like, you might be jumping the gun a little, but here we are. So Which I just I think it'd be a good take. I think be, I like right? it. Yeah. Right. I like it. Because I think... It would make for. I'm going nowhere. I got nothing. I got nothing. I was gonna. Have you guys heard um, that? Well, I don't even know if you guys know this character, but he's one of my favorites. And actually, something that I was like, okay, James Gunn, okay, you're trying to please old Nickish. (laughs) He's what? He's trying to. He's trying to what to me? Uh, Mister Terrific, the DC superhero, might uh, make an appearance in the Superman movie. That's cool. Um, and he's one of my I love Mr. Terrific. I love him so much. Michael Holt is his alter ego. And for those who don't know, he's like the third smartest man in the world in DC, which I just love like that as a quantifier of being like, I'm not the smartest, but I am the third smartest, which is still pretty good. So, okay, explain to us who Mr. Terrific is, because I just looked him up. I like his jacket. So his whole he's, thing... um, he's what you say is terrific. Yeah. <laughs> he's, great. he's a legacy superhero. So the first mm. Mr. Terrific was like Terry something, um, whatever. Golden Age hero, basically just like great at everything was his whole power. This Mr. Terrific is Michael Holt. He's like, he showed Olympian. up in Arrow. Yes, he was. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Why does it say fair play on his jacket? Because the original Mr. Terrific had it on a belt, and his whole thing was like being kind of like an Olympian, a wrestler. And so his thing said fair play, just as like his motto like everything must be fair. Um, And so Michael Holt continued that on the jacket. That's kind of like his motto, just like fair play. Um, and he's just like a great-hearted superhero. Uh, he had a good run in the Terrifics. He was really cool in the Justice League Unlimited animated series. Um, and yeah, his whole thing is just that he's really good at everything. Uh, he doesn't have any supernatural powers. He just uses his brain usually uh, to figure things out. And I think his identity is public too. Um, so his little mask is mostly just like a gadget for him. But he's just like a solid dude, and he's a great superhero. <laughs> That's cool. I dig so it. I'm excited if he's going to be in Superman. Who would oh. you Who would you dreamcast as Mister Fantastic or Mister Terrific? Sorry, Mister yeah. Terrific Dreamcast. Um, That's hard off the bat. I heard um, there's somebody who's available because I think Marvel's dropping him. I'm just kidding. I'm not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> Uh, who's available what's I was just joking. the uh um one of my favorite boys uh everybody hates chris abbott elementary 
Oh and yeah. Ooh. James Williams, I think. Um I think that's right. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. I'll feel bad. Everybody, let's hope I'm right. I am talking about my Tyler Chris. James Williams. Yeah. Yep. Nice. He, he would be a great uh yeah, great Mr. Terrific. I think he's really popular right now in Abbott Elementary. Yeah. I think he'd be cool. I love uh, that. Yeah. I was gonna say Chuatel Egiofer, which I think is how you pronounce his name. I hope I it think is. it's Chuatel yeah. Egiofor, I think. Chuatel Egiofor. Yeah. Okay. I like him too. He's he intense. apparently, I think, would be uh I think he wants to be Etrigan the Demon. Oh, that'd be good. Uh in like a Justice League Dark, he would be Jason Blood and then also probably voice the demon. So I would have got him for Mr. Terrific, but I really want to see him as Etrigan. So we'll we'll hold out hope. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm getting stoked for the Superman movie. So <laughs> James, keep it up. Good. You know, soon, soon I will hopefully be quite the fan. There we go. Soon. Only had like 10 years to kind of get on that train. I'm gonna well, I was on it for Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. That's true, that's true. And then I was on it for Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I got off the train. And now I'm back on. It's the next stop. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll hop back on this thing. I, I like trains. <laughs> What's your favorite train? What's my favorite train? Oh, yeah, this is completely on to- off topic, guys. Sorry. What's your favorite train? My favorite train is probably a little train that you ride around an amusement park, like a C-grade amusement park. And they blow the little whistle and I get to wear my little overalls and I get to ride around and pretend I'm a train man. All right. Uh, you guys, other boys, what are your favorite trains? Uh, uh, Thomas, the chink engine. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what to say Thomas. I, someone had to and I did it. Sorry. So it's, um, I like, uh, can't think of something funnier than that. I don't know. I've got. I've you got. Can't think of something funnier than Thomas um, the Train. I like. Uh, no, that is the that is the pinnacle of comedy. I can't think of anything. Um, Kevin, you won. It was. Uh, it was oh, a Canadian a- National <laughs> Railway freight train. That's funnier. That is oh, a lot funnier. Yeah, it's hilarious. There we go. <laughs> That's my answer. Whatever I just pretty, said. That's pretty good, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a favorite train. I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guys yeah. have a favorite train. Nerds. You know what was really <laughs> nice yesterday was and this is completely unrelated, but I was just thinking completely, about it. completely off topic. But I was just <laughs> thinking about it. I think it was really nice. There's this part where Kevin was like, You guys want to come over next weekend, play Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> And Yam was like ecstatic. And it's was just like, sure, man. And I'm just imagining the two of you just playing Tears of the Kingdom. Sitting in my chair. Building the most sinister shit. Yeah, yeah you could play the PS5. We'll play the, yeah. the, the Switches. Christian and I will be, Christian, Christian, sorry. Kevin and I will be handheld. Christian will be there too. Well, I'll be there. Like I'll be the there. Yeah. Nick will be playing whatever on the PS5. How's it been going with Tears of the Kingdom? Um, pretty good. 
almost, you know what, I have here, let's see. I got most of the map now. Kevin, you've been playing it too? I have been, yes. It's been taking over my life to the point to where I had to like, <laughs> I had to like put it down today and I'm like, I need to build Lego. I need to do something that I used I to, to love to do. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot keep putting together these death contraptions. Okay, oh. I haven't been building the death contraptions, right? I help out these, these Koroks. I help oh, out so do I. I've been helping them like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But if everyone making this, someone put up one on a cross. <laughs> so good. I know I seen a color. It was like uh, uh, like a whole bunch of like strung together of all the horrible things people have done to the Koroks. It's like you got the one crucified, like a bunch of them. Oh yeah. my god, jeez! <laughs> I love the ones where they just launch them into space, just like just like it's so bad. Just... It's so funny though <laughs> because it just goes. <laughs> what I saw on the glider, like someone R2 put them on a glider. Oh, so good. Yeah. You're telling it's me you so guys far. don't want to hear the yahahas? I do. Yahaha. I do. I do. Hey. Absolutely. And then you get to help out a little friend, and then you get two Korok seeds. So cute. Anyway, I have also the map. Yeah, I'm showing off. Having oh, most nice. of the map of the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, I've only completed some of the main quests so far. Um, and then I I just do what feels right, you know? Da -da. And then I, you know, do some quests in between. And I was like, gotta complete the map. Uh, because I hate doing things without having the map complete. Yes. I gotta look in that little corner and see land and not just like the weird grid. Uh, drives me nuts and I feel lost and trapped. <laughs> Ooh. So I, I gave a thumbs up to my classic thumbs up to anyone who's listening um which if you weren't listening you wouldn't know anyway so there we go <laughs> so i've just been uh flying from map to map not map to map you know just piece to piece getting it all together people are like can you help me and i'm like probably i'll come back in a couple days that's what i've been doing too but yeah that's that's been my it's been my jam christian you don't play uh legend of zelda I've never even heard of whatever the hell. I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm not playing. I, you know, the funny thing is, like, so Dana's playing it, and I, I'll, I'll sit and watch with watch her play a little bit. Um, I right before that, I, I bought like Jedi Survivor, uh, and I've only played like an hour of that, maybe. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I think I just I can't bring myself to get into video game mode right now. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I'm in like a. We've got, got a lot of stuff going on right now, so I'm trying to. Um, yes. do stuff i do have um okay so if you guys are listening to this you probably don't know this about me i don't really volunteer this information to a lot of people um but i have uh so like uh what's it called the end stage kidney failure i almost died a few years ago so um i do dialysis and i have to do that like three times a week but tomorrow uh i'm going in to consult at uc irvine for my transplant um, oh, so, cool, uh, man. that's nice. pretty cool i'm like that is really cool nice to get that out of the way and done so i could go back to living a normal life um, yeah but yeah it's it's weird i do dialysis and i'm always like i feel like i'm the youngest person there it's me and a bunch of like 70 year old people um which is fine i love them all like shout out to to cheryl and angelica <laughs> and all my other people that yeah. i go through dialysis with um, but yeah, it is weird that I'm, I'm I'm so incredibly young there. 
Um, but I think because of that, it, it, I, I'm ideal, an ideal candidate for a transplant because awesome, I'm man. Yeah. still young and I still work and I contribute to society still. So um, hopefully I can get that. That's um, great, man. Going soon. So looking forward to that. Um, sometimes I forget. And then I look down at my arm and I'm like, oh, yeah, that it's crazy. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. My dad also has dialysis for the same thing almost i mean literally yeah every week so yeah yeah that's cool dude i'm, I'm glad to, to hear that you're able to potentially do that yeah hopefully if i can do that within the next couple of years it'll make me happy so um i yeah. don't i don't hate dialysis it's like i'm lucky gonna have a really good center that i go to and everybody there's so kind and helpful um so um, but I would also love to never go back there again. So, and they, they totally understand them. So, yeah, yeah. I guess that would be one of those things where it's like, I actually don't want to see you again. And they'd be like, that's yeah. Good. Out of love. Like, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I get that a lot from, they, they tell me that too. So, um, but yeah, anyway, that was, that was weird. I'm on weird tangents. Cool, this is what man. happens when I talk while I'm drawing is I'm just, I overshare. So any, <laughs> any students that are listening to this, they know. Because they know way too small. much about my life. Um, it's can we can we see an update on Zendaya? Um, sure. Zendaya. It's it's slow going, okay. and I'm just slowly like building up these colors. I'm kind okay, of being really so frantic and all over. Everyone at home is added the cowl yeah. over the eyes. Yeah, going. He's going it. kind of like she's got the white like animated series eyes. I thought it would be a good choice for her because um, yeah, you know. Like, which is interesting so um and instead I, of the bat symbol it just says euphoria yeah i so i want the white eyes to kind of represent how she gets when she's super high on drugs um because you know that's where her superpowers come from um, i'm just kidding i've i okay first of all let's talk about euphoria really quickly um i've never seen a minute of euphoria i feel like i'm oh, not cool. allowed neither I have I. I i feel like i'm not allowed to because i feel like i'm too old like it's weird if i do like if I <laughs> if I turn it on, like the cops will knock on my door or something. So, yeah, I mean they yeah. did put it on HBO. It's not like it's made for teenagers. I know, I know, Even but it's about I, teenagers. It's, about, it's a whole other so, thing. I think I got burnt because um, of Riverdale, and I I know in my head it's not because I, obviously Riverdale right. hasn't been nominated. They're kind of the same in a lot of ways. Yeah, so I'm just gonna. Stay <laughs> they both there. have teenagers. They both have Sabrina. It just, you know, Riverdale is so relatable because who else wasn't a club owner when you were in high yeah. school, right? And then we were all in a prison fight club in high school. What, what Riverdale character do you think you relate to the most? Um, the guy. Wait, you know what? We'll, all say, we'll all say ours on the count of three, okay? It might be. No, a, it's, it's okay. Kevin, just go with your gut. Just go with your gut. Um, all right. One, two, two. three. Veronica, uh, Asian exchange student number two uh, in the background. Uh, both said Veronica. Oh, oh, wait. I was sorry. I mean Veronica. Can both be Veronica? All right, one of us has to be Betty. Why would you be Archie? You have red hair. Oh, know the epic highs and lows. I have to know the. Football. Oh God, but I don't know the epic highs and lows of high school football. I think Kevin's Jughead. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I mean, Jughead is probably the the right. He's the writer. Okay, he's good. the creative one. 
I, I think that's he, that's kind of cheeseburger. He's got a little hat. Yeah, you're always yeah. wearing a hat. Yeah, that's true. I would be. Yeah, I'll take it. Oh wait, no, I'm I'm, I'm Cheryl. Is that her name? The redheaded girl who's really sassy. You're taking Cheryl, the redheaded girl. Yeah, because I'm where you taking sassy. her? Oh, I would take her behind the boathouse. That is an old reference to a toady song, which is really awful. That's not a good reference to make. I, I take it all back. Anyway, Possum Kingdom, toadies, anybody? I remember. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? So there's this, uh, you might remember it. It's this old song from the 90s. Um, and then it's it ends with like, um, do you want to die? Uh, and then, so help me, Jesus, that whole thing. Uh, but if you listen to the song, he's basically talking about taking a girl behind the boathouse to, a, to a, I think, murder her. Um, if, oh. if we're going to go there. But maybe some other things before that, uh, which oh, I never God. realized as a kid. And only as an adult did I realize how dark that, that song was. But it, this is a really good episode for Christian, I think. It is. I like it. it is. And I love it. This is yeah. a, it's all a fever dream. Right now, I'm into it, man. Yeah, Dude, I'm gonna yeah. listen to this later and be like, "What in the actual shit happened?" Like that was. Do you guys crazy. watch Succession? <laughs> no, but I, I've, I want to. Heard guys, amazing. I love Succession. Yes. Here's great. I don't have too much to say about this, but I will <laughs> say that. What about Nickish? He loves Succession. I. And Nick, here's the how do you yeah. feel about succession though? What's that's the real question. I love it, guys. Don't you hate oh. it? And here's here's the issue though, is I watch this show like I'm on it. I'm on top of it. You know, I'm like, <laughs> it comes out, I'm watching it. It's like my show right now. I love all of these rich white people. I love all the Roy's, even though like you hate them. And the problem with me specifically watching this show is I could not identify a single word in our economic culture. So they're like firing off like, this is what we have to do to get the stocks up or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like you, I'm essentially watching a show like on Telemundo with, <laughs> with like my freaking great grandma Mamita Alicia you know just like nodding along like I love this I, I love every second I don't speak Spanish but I'm loving every second of it I'm like yeah hell yeah dude so I'm watching Succession and they're like uh, yeah I think the best move on the market is that we want to get the margins to um, and we got to talk to the senator and I'm like that's a really good talk. I don't. I wasn't even. I was trying to do Kendall. I just forgot I his name. Even, I don't even know what they're saying, but they're saying it with heart. You get white people to say anything with heart, you give them an Emmy right away. You know, this is true, especially if what they that's, have to say is about a, a money kind of or a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could be watching Yellow Jackets and I should probably. But I have been watching Succession pretty much exclusively. So that's been my whole vibe recently. Yeah. Do you Yellow, guys... Jackets, Yellow Jackets is at the top of my list right now. I've heard excellent. The second season, I haven't heard like as good things as the first season, but I hear the first season's incredible. I love Melanie Linsky. So I got to oh, check. Melanie Linsky is incredible. The whole cast is amazing. 
I want to check that out too. Are any of you guys bilingual? Like, I am absolutely not bilingual. Not bilingual, not at all. I, I, it's such an impressive thing to me because I barely <laughs> speak English. So, like, I don't even know. I would say I know four fifths of, of one language, let alone two languages. So, I just hung out with, like I said, some friends last night. I found out one of my friends majored in Japanese and he now speaks fluent Japanese. So, and he goes to Japan like twice a year. So, now I'm like, you must take me to Japan. Okay. So, now is the time where we go around. You got to say one real language that you'd like to know. And one made up like fake fictional language you would like to know. Let's go. Oh, so I'll start because I posed the question. I would love to learn Spanish. Like I wish I knew Spanish. My whole family speaks Spanish. My mom speaks fluent Spanish. Her whole family. I wish I could communicate that with them, but we just weren't raised with that, unfortunately. Um, so I would love to. I would love to. And honestly, I probably should learn um because it's not too late to learn i could just download duolingo and let that little owl bully me into oblivion you know you can learn how to say apple all day i could learn how to say apple all day long manzana i knew that Uh, and i guess my fictional language that i would like to learn would probably be like I um, guess it would be like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you oh, know, I started. Would you like to come back around? Had it. I don't want to say Elvish. I thought you were going to go with Elvish. I feel like I'm trying to think of like some cool D&D language, but I actually don't want to oh. know those. See, yeah, no. Do you really want? I mean, I mean, I would love to learn Celestial, just however that sounds. But I think that's just French. Yeah, Celestial <laughs> would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, my real language I would like to learn is, I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Uh, my real language to learn would be also Spanish. I've always wanted to learn. I've also wanted to learn Tagalog because uh, my grandma was from the Philippines. And I remember when she told me and my sister when we were 10 and 7, I'm going to teach you Tagalog. And I was like, Grandma, we're not even learning Spanish right now like our mom wants to. I don't think we can handle another language. Which is not verbatim, but pretty much what I said. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. I don't know if it'll happen, though. I know three words, and that's pretty much it. I know enough Spanish to check someone in at the dental <laughs> office I work at for children. So that's cool. I used to be able to get through a transaction when I worked retail, and then I lost that because I stopped working retail. Um, and then the fake language, I think would be it's a tough <laughs> one, okay i'm gonna go because well, I, I know have, my I, have the, I have the D pulled up right here okay Kevin, yeah, I think during this episode christian is drawing um and i am making a new character i where does the language oh here here languages languages i'm pulling this up mostly for you i would like to learn. I would like to know High Valyrian from Game of Thrones. Ooh, see, I'm going to Game of Thrones okay. too. So. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking like on, on Duolingo, you can learn High Valyrian too. Can you? And Dothraki. <gasps> yeah, you can also learn Klingon, but you know what you can't learn Tagalog. 
Come on, dude. Boo, dang it, there, there's some Tagalog for you. Uh, see, here's the thing. I know stuff in other languages. It's all bad. So like, puta madre. Like, I would say Spanish is the <laughs> funnest way to cuss because it just sounds so cool. Um, yeah. uh, here's here. You can learn this. That means that means F you in Tagalog. Um, here's <laughs> something in Korean. Gochu paramago. And I am not going to translate that. If you're listening, then you know what I'm talking about and you know it. I, I like that you can't translate it. What if someone knows what it means? I, I will translate off because um, it's incredibly offensive. Um, oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Wait. I had a lot of Korean friends growing up, so they taught me like things. Um, and yeah, they always teach, you always get taught the bad words. Yeah. And uh, I know bakla. Yeah, that is also offensive. Also uh, that. Well, I think the other two mean, words are yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, dumb. I used to have this running joke since I was a little kid because like Filipinos always want to know if you speak Tagalog. So I would always joke um, that I only know what my parents, I only know what I hear from my parents. And they're like, oh, what's that? And it's gusto mo palo, papa kita. And that means, do you want a spanking? I'm going to spank you. Um, so it would make, <laughs> I, I would know. kill. I was like a little seven-year-old killing like a, like a stand-up comedian with that joke. Oh um, my man. God. My parents hated that joke. Uh, but man, did it work. Um, it I think that's fun. hilarious. Yeah, thanks. It was good. Uh, well, it's, it's their fault. So maybe if they were Kevin, it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah, I think for... Uh... So for like functional, like everyday use, I would certainly want to learn Spanish. Like yeah. Spanish mm-hmm. is like probably at the top of the language that I should learn, right? Because it's like, again, I'm half Mexican. My, I have the whole side of the family speak a lot of Spanish. I should know it. Never learned it failed on that aspect of it um the one i actually really really want to learn sounds weird but uh i think icelandic would be really fun to learn i don't know why i just it, it is a beautiful language yeah. and one of my favorite bands sugar Rose, they do they uh, icelandic is like that's what they sing in um and it's just a beautiful language like i love it i would love to learn it go over there iceland is like one of my top like destinations in the world um and yeah, that would be the one I'd want to learn, but I feel like I should learn Spanish. Um, but um, I think the made up language, I'm just going to go my old nerdy self. You know, my dad, like I grew up watching Star Trek, so I'm going to learn Klingon. Yeah. Klingon. Just because, I, why not? And I was going to say Dothraki, that's going to yeah. be what I want yeah. it sounds so aggressive. I was thinking maybe Simlish. Oh, nice. Nice. That's the, the best. I love that. I love it. I or love I could it. do like Hutties and I'd be like, I can't even get that. I think that's how John the would say. Family, I am Groot. There's been a lot of, a lot of nasty Star Wars characters this episode. Yeah, I really gotta stop talking to. about those guys. I keep thinking about more too. I want to sh- like shout out a few more while I'm at it, but I shouldn't <laughs> do it. I'm not going to. I think this will be a, a two parter. Let's do it. Let's just like to be continued for next week. Next week we'll con- we can continue this conversation. I'll come back and I'll be like, all right, guys. So Salacious Crumb <laughs> is a nasty little Star Wars pervert. <laughs> um, Krishna got the gun out. I know. So I also, this came with an NRA sticker that I'm going to put on the back of my truck. Um, No, it didn't. (laughs) Every Nerf gun comes with an NRA sticker. That's how they get them. That's how they get them young. You know? Kevin was just telling me that they, uh, 
dropped a Magneto helmet, like an anime. Yes, they did. Magneto you guys see that? It looks incredible. I'm so gonna get that. I want to wear one so bad. But <laughs> yeah, I want I it. Even, why? How could I justify that in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. Okay, I do have helmets. And then, okay, let me just hold on. Let me unblur my background for the people. Yeah, like what's the that, what are the, the props? The, you yeah, guys I've got. Oh, son of a piece of mother. Um, okay, sorry, my camera just my favorite. Um, I have a Mando helmet up there. I've got Darth Vader. You can see him right there. Um, the problem is this big, greasy, fat head can't fit into any of yeah. these goddamn helmets. So, like, I, I will, but I'll be bloody. Like, I'm just going to scrape my face. <laughs> um, the Vader one, the Vader one fits, but I'm also not seven foot two. So, it looks dumb on me. Um, oh, well, so, that's unrealistic. I know. You He's know. Yeah, I but a short Vader. Get some go-go boots. I know. Ooh, do. I like that disco. Go-go Vader. Disco Vader. Disco, I, Vader. disco Vader. You have to. I like it. I'm yeah, when I like the jumpsuit. When I had my my Hawkwoman cosplay, hmm. I ended up coming home with little scratches oh, on my no. forehead, right oh, vertical no. scratches, oh. because I, um. I kept it on pretty much the whole day and because the wings are heavier I had to like kind of like push it up the whole day just just a little bit at a time and I was like next time I'm gonna get a witch and I'll just stick it there on the back of my head because they have to give way for you to actually put it on and take it off but it didn't come with little things for the eyes so I popped out um I I, I bought sunglasses from That's just so forever clever. with reflective with so reflective smart. lenses glued them on the inside but i couldn't you know cut them and fit them in so they're just like kind of on the inside so that's what was scratching my head all day oh, yeah damn. i mean worth it because you looked awesome i'm sure I, yeah I it was yeah. great if I it didn't draw blood yeah that my head size is a problem like okay so do you like nick and kevin do you guys have big heads or are you guys yes like, normal? my head's enormous it's so yeah. upsetting yeah so is I, mine. I don't know what size hat. If you guys even know, like what size hat you are, I'm seven and five eighths. So, um, Nick, and I, I squeeze into that hat size. I got, I got a big fit. Yeah, I gotta get custom hats and stuff. It's they such tried a to get a hat at work, and it looked like it looked like me wearing a child's hat. Yeah. See, it's, yeah. and I look like I with look love, like yeah. I, I here's the thing that I I know about myself, and I'm very aware because I, I teach anatomy um i've proportioned like a i here i have a big fat head i've got a long gorilla torso and then i've got short stubby legs so I, i'm built like like a, a hobbit gorilla baby <laughs> so i had a student who was a staff sergeant in the army for 12 years and we were on break and he was telling me he was like dude i used to make my boys run like they would have to do six miles in the, in the morning and then do another four miles in the evening. And I was like, oh, dude, I can't do that. I'm not a runner. He so quickly and dismissively, like, just looked at me up and down. He's like, of course not. Your legs are too short. And I was like, "Jeez, oh, oh, my God. Um, I'm like, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom and cut myself. I'll be right back. Thank you for that. Oh, no. um, but I know that. I know that. I know that I'm not I'm not built for running because, A, I also like, smoke I didn't for hear it, though. I know. You didn't have to point that. You could have talked about the smoking, man. You didn't have to point out my legs. Uh, but that's okay. Um, but I know that I know that about myself. So like the average human proportion is seven and a half heads. And I am easily like six, six and a half heads, like Hobbit gorilla baby is what I Hobbit am. gorilla baby. And that is the proportions of, of me. That makes me think about when I, I drew one of my, one of my first things I ever drew was um, Starfire 
and I'm, I am really proud of it. It looks great. I can't remember if I've sent it to you before. No, I've, I've seen it. You. I've seen it on your Yeah, page. you've seen yeah, it. Okay. Awesome. So the reference for that picture is me. I oh, posed cool. for it. Yeah. So what you're seeing, that's me. <laughs> so I posed for it. I did all that. And I was like, cool. Like some, like I made just little adjustments. 99% of it is me. That's awesome. Right. And I feel super proud of it. I love it. I love it. I sent it to um, a friend and I was like, hey, because we both um, I used to collect pins. I still have a lot of them, like, like, example, Disney pins. But there are people who would make their own. And I was like, it'd be really cool to like draw this and make it into a pin one day. I don't really have that dream anymore. But that's what it was at the time. And I asked my friend who was also collecting pins. I was like, hey, I need you to judge this harshly because I know other people will. I need you to judge. Right. I love it. Love it. I was like, I need you to look at this and judge it. How how like a whole group chat would. Right. If they all just bought into a pre-order like take it apart and she said it looked great except just a few things like the head is a little too small and maybe I need to make the boobs perkier and I'm like thank you (laughs) first of all I wish I had a small head I was like okay cool so my head's small I got saggy boobs (laughs) oh no first of all you have better trying to make starfire look realistic too (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um I think I, your boobs are wonderful. Yeah. And your head size is perfect, so don't worry. Um, oh, thanks guys. You're <laughs> the best. I wish I had a smaller head, then my shoulders would look wider and like more proportionate. Like if you've ever seen Kylo Ren at the parks at Disneyland, they he never looks right. He never looks right. Here's the thing about Adam Driver, he's nine foot three, I think. He's really tall. <laughs> and then he also has really, right really now broad shoulders and a narrow head so like when he puts on that helmet he looks badass when literally anybody else it's like it looks like a little child like even if they're tall it doesn't work the same way so basically yeah. adam driver if you can you need the that. driver perfect body yeah driver's not that tall I'm, okay no he is tall i'm thinking i was thinking he's really tall he's six two that's i mean for a person that's five eight that's pretty tall i know but like nick is six three that's kind of my gauge yeah go. but well, fine thinking someone's super tall. tall. I think that's they're taller tall. than you. I could take Adam Driver apart. That's all I'm hearing right now. What about in a fight? I don't doubt it. Oh, in a fight? Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, yeah. He was a Marine, but I mean, that was a long time ago. So, yeah. He probably has a couple. Of I've watched time. Naruto a lot. So, I kind of <laughs> know some martial arts. <laughs> you guys have been getting these ads. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. One more, one more thing. Just one more thing. You guys have been getting these ads, and it might just be my for you page. I know it's also yams. But Don't expose me. Oh, on TikTok. Oh, wait, wait. Never mind. Go on. It's a burlesque Star Wars show. Oh yes, I've been getting yeah. crazy. The Empire Strips Back. Yeah, it's coming to yeah. Portland. It's coming to Portland. Yeah, we're going with Kevin. We're going with Cassie. Yeah. Cassie wants to go. Uh, Seriously, I'm down. Yeah. Oh my god, me and Cassie trip. trip. Uh, oh no, oh no, I'm going. Oh. I don't want to just sit with Kevin. Oh no, there. I was gonna say uh, Cassie wants to go, so I'm certainly going because I'm allowed. Um, so because <laughs> you're allowed, I mean, you all should come too. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it looks wild. Group uh, trip, super yeah. psyched, super Serious. great. Um, yeah, I think. That's a good place 
to leave off on. I feel like you can't top that because I'll get weird after that about yeah. who we think the sexiest alien is. So real quick, <laughs> um you know go around uh yam where can uh where can we find you who's the sexiest alien etc etc um you can find me at yamethium um on instagram it's my uh updated my non-updated art page uh where you could see my my starfire that has two tiny head um saggy tits um i'm kidding she's perfect just like me and um sexiest alien would have to be starfire yeah but with you as the model maybe okay that right i don't i'm i'm not gonna say no that's what i'm saying sure uh <laughs> uh christian our our dear hobbit gorilla friend where can we yes, find you you can find me on instagram who's the sexy um, i do have a new instagram by the way because i'm trying to start something up so if you're local here in southern california and you're inland in the inland empire um we're trying to do something crazy so um this is just the start of something bigger but for right now we're trying to dry, start a life drawing workshop so um you can find me at christian Nakorda on instagram but you can also find me at inland empire drawing club with underscores between everything um yeah getting started with that so that would be cool if you could help uh support that a little bit you can also find me on tiktok and you can find me on facebook too but yeah nice and the sexiest alien oh uh shakti right i think that's obvious it's either shakti or doc ondar i can't it's hard (laughs) it's a hard choice that works uh kevin where can we find you and also who's the sexiest alien if I meet TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, Kevin underscore Hoskinson, or just Kevin Hoskinson, uh, you'll find me on one of those. Um, sexiest alien, man, I don't, I don't have to go. <laughs> Listen, I'm again, Star Trek fan, seven of nine was always one of my favorites. Jerry hey. Ryan, I'm going there. That's, um, that's, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, that works. That yeah. works. Um, you know, I'm Nickish. You can't find me. Good luck trying. However, I will say the sexiest alien is probably the doctor from Doctor Who. It's objective. Oh. It's true. It's probably a fact. Yeah. Uh, I like that. You know, and uh, thank you for traversing the galaxy with us this week. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, shout out to Christian. Yeah. Christian. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey <laughs> trying to send christian those good vibes thank you have a have a good one everybody bye bye bye